What's going on? This is Real Basketball Talk. No hot takes. I'm your boy, JC. Let's talk some basketball. This particular conversation we're going to do, we're going to get a little deeper than basketball. Of course, the great game of basketball is going to be a nice little focus. I'm going to just get right into it. So this season, we got to witness some great basketball. We had Ja Moran coming too. Jason Tatum coming too. We had, we got to see my boy Andrew Wiggins showing the world he is that guy and he belongs where he is. And now he's a champion. We got to see Klay Thompson come back from two catastrophic injuries as far as basketball is concerned with his ACL and his Achilles and finish the season as a champion again. We got to see LeBron James putting up prime numbers in the twilight of his career. And, of course, we got to see the greatness of Steph Curry. He's breaking records. He wins another championship. And he gets his first finals MVP. It was great to watch. It was amazing. Now, with the... Ink drying, so to speak, on this great season is a lot of media chatter and social media chatter. That chatter is placing Steph Curry in the GOAT conversation and also placing him as the best point guard of all time. Now, the point guard conversation is always cool. When it comes to positions, there's always styles and things like that so those are always a great opinion based conversations great for the barbershop you have the old school guy saying back in my day and y'all don't know and then the new guy saying y'all can never play y'all were old y'all were playing against mailman blah 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 but it's all fun the goat conversation honestly i think that's not taking nothing from the beast we know as steph curry but goat conversation no but given that LeBron James is the most recent GOAT campaign contributor. The Steph-LeBron comparisons are ruling the airwaves. Social media, radio, mainstream, it's starting to come up. Again, ridiculous, but that's what's happening. The narrative is attempting to poke holes, poke baseless holes in the career of LeBron James in order to replace him with Steph is mind-blowing to say the least. Well, what I'm going to discuss is actually nothing to do with who I think is better. This particular point of conversation is much deeper than who is better than who. This is about the underlying racism colorism of the media and the programming that people easily fall into. Understand this though, in no way am I calling the entity we know as the NBA as a race or bigoted organization. I have to give all these disclaimers because people like to twist words. No, I do not think the NBA is racist. What I do know is that the NBA is a billion dollar entity and its partners are also billion dollar entities. And the NBA is about maintaining that bag. And I am not mad at that at all. Especially as of late, the NBA has done some great things via 
the black community, the LGBTQ plus community, Hispanic communities, etc. Now, with that out of the way, let me begin to break down the media's breakdown of LeBron's legacy. Now, again, this is not about who's the gold and all of that stuff. I'm not talking about that. This is bigger than that. All right. So just bear with me. All right. Everyone has their opinion on who's the goat. Who the goat is? Some say Jordan. Some say LeBron. Some say Bill Russell. Some Wilt. Some even none of those names are crazy notions. Those are great players. The most widely accepted and the most widely pushed is Michael Jordan. Now, despite those other names putting some hella compelling goat campaigns in their own right. For some reason, Michael Jordan has been deemed the undisputed head and shoulders above the rest goat. Now, with Steph Curry winning his fourth championship, he has thrown his hat in the ring and his name is creeping into the goat house. Only at the expense of LeBron James. And I'm use the word expense lightly. From mainstream to random talk spaces online, the organic team narrative is being pushed. The super team thing is being pushed. The finals record is being pushed. All to place a bunch of blemishes onto the legacy of LeBron. Now, put a pin in that. Quick history. Out of the names I mentioned, there are two players who should always be mentioned in any GOAT conversation on any platform, especially mainstream media. But they aren't. Those names are Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Bill Russell. Will should be in there too, but for the sake of this particular topic, Kareem and Bill are my points. I'm not going to list those guys Walmart receipt length type accolades. If you don't know, look them up. Trust me. Them dudes, was, them dudes were the truth. What I will tell you is that it is no accident that they aren't in the mainstream goat mix like they should. That reason is because they are, out of those names, the biggest civil rights activists and mouthpieces I'll say it again. They are the biggest civil rights activists and mouthpieces of that group. Now, the name that mainstream pushes is Michael Jordan, who, again, as far as basketball concerns, he damn sure put his bid in and has made a compelling argument to be the GOAT. But the mainstream pushes Michael Jordan, who was, during his career, the total opposite. Michael Jordan was silent, even stepped away from conversations about things in, within the black community and things like that. He might have said some spurts, but generally speaking, he kept quiet. Once he was asked about his expensive shoe shoes 
in low income communities and people getting robbed and killed for his sneakers. He said, in a nutshell, that's not my problem. Even when a teammate of <clears throat> Michael Jordan's, his name is Craig Hodges, great shooter. They won the championship and they went to see, meet the president uh, at the time. And Craig Hodges wrote a letter to the president about some of the issues going on in the black community. And he asked Mike, who was the name, to, for lack of a better term, co-sign so they can maybe make some moves with the backing of the president to help out the black community and the issues that are going on, you know, systemically within the black community. Jordan, once again, declined. And Craig Hodges never played another minute in the NBA after that. So Mike was and is the quintessential black poster boy for the NBA. A black man with immeasurable influence over the black fan base, but openly doesn't support the community. Now, understand that this is important in the grand scheme of this conversation. Now, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Bill Russell are not those guys, especially not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And it's not by accident that he's too great for the NBA to totally blackball him. But there is a reason why he's not coaching. He's more of a consultant, and it's no secret. Now, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar doesn't mind it, and I love that. He's not about all of that. This is what I stand on. This is what it is, okay? Now, we fast forward to current time. We have LeBron James. Now, LeBron James and Steph Curry were, have been vocal on justices in the black community and things like that. But this time, this day and age, it's a little different. It's, yeah, we gotta stop that and then things move on. You get it in the forefront and then things move on. It's a little more acceptable to be vocal. So it's not Bill Russell and Kareem who, at the time, it was just different. If you wanna know what was going on during those times, trust me, look it up. I'm not gonna get into it, I'll be with you here too long. But Le LeBron James, did something that Michael Jordan and Steph Curry didn't do. Now, Steph Curry and Michael Jordan, they stayed in their drafted franchise. Maybe some contract negotiations might have happened and things like that, but they stayed. And when they stayed, the construct of uh, professional sports is they were owned by the owners of the team so them staying is and winning is they stayed they did what they're supposed to do like a good little negro and won like they're supposed to do and didn't make waves now you got a guy like lebron james now, that's how that's the owner's mentality, what I just mentioned. Now, you got a LeBron James. He comes along, this kid, straight out of high school. 
he comes and he takes the NBA by storm. He plays out his contract in Cleveland. And when that happens, he asks for different pieces and different kind of players. And the organization said, no, we're not really going to do that. This is in a nutshell. There was other things, of course, you know, maybe contracts and stuff like that. But the organization wasn't willing to give LeBron James what he felt they needed to win. And he took them to finals. So he said, okay, I'm out. Now, he played out that contract. Now, he learned. Now, this new contract, he said, I got these guys coming with me. Who wants it? Miami said, we'll take it. They split that. They split the money all evenly with, the, with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade and himself. And he took the power from the owners by saying, I want an opt-out clause after every season of this contract. So if it was four seasons, he said, after every season, I want an opt-out clause. Now, what that does is it takes the power from the owners, especially from a guy with a, when it comes to a guy like LeBron James, who was healthy on top of his game, a ticket seller and a money maker. So now he says, all right, after every season, I'm sure he's, I need this, I need that. If you don't want to give it to me, I'm out. Once again, taking the power from the owners. The total opposite of what Steph Curry and Michael Jordan did. They and did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, you go play basketball and win for me. Here, here's your money, go play basketball and win for me. Now, not only did LeBron take, James take the power, he did it and won. And then when he won, he left. And he did it again. And he won and he left. And he did it again. All on his own word, power, say. I need these guys and these guys. Make it happen. Owners was like, all right, this is LeBron James. This is what we got to do. He took the power from the owners. Now, the second he did that, when he went to Miami, all of a sudden, his moves weren't, his moves became a super team. And he's teaming up. All of those words and narratives create the all of those words create narratives of a weak player who couldn't necessarily do things quote on his own like in the past which is false i'm not going to get too deep into that but that's just not what how it goes no player has ever done anything by themselves especially not on a team sport for god's sake all right so back to what's going on. So you have LeBron James who takes the power from the owners completely to the point where he's saying, I want this guy and this guy. If you don't get them, I'm out of here. Now, because the owners want that bag and LeBron James is a bag getter, 
They're like, all right, Mr. James, we got it. Okay? So now, over time, they're like, they, you have all of this scrutiny on every move that he makes. He makes the right basketball play instead of taking a shot. And that's a weakness. And all of these things that, are, that make a great basketball player, but they're making it like it's a weakness. Why? The reason is because these owners hated the fact that this young black kid took all the power from them. And not only did he take it from them, he did well and did better than they would do with that power by winning. Now, Steph Curry and Michael Jordan, yes, they won, but they did it on the owner's, on the owner's power, on the owner's power trail. All right, you're with me. I sign you. Here, go win. Yes, they won. Now, Steph Curry is loved by many, hated by few. LeBron James is hated by many. He's loved by a lot, but he's hated by many. Now, Steph Curry does this, and now the media is starting to shift back to this Good old Negro did what he's supposed to placement over the Negro that did what he wanted to do and took what we wanted to, to have, and that's power. That's not by accident. And we're not going to act like Steph Curry being light-skinned doesn't play a part. So you got this kid who's the son of a former NBA player. He comes in. He doesn't make waves. He stays with the same organization, gets them a few rings, even though they were ready to dump him. But that's another story. And then you got this other kid. He comes from nothing. And he beats you at your own game and did better than you do in your own game. So now they have to replace LeBron James in this GOAT conversation with Steph Curry, who is now the new quintessential Michael Jordan, for lack of a better term. Yeah, he stood up for some things, and as far as injustices go, but again, that's a lot more acceptable now in, in the climate we live in. So it, it doesn't really hope have as much punch as it would back in the day. So, but Steph Curry, he did that, but he stayed. Yeah, I'll resign with you. Yeah, they gave him a, a super max contract. Steph Curry's making some hella bucks. But we cannot dismiss the concentrated effort to push LeBron's legacy or blemish it or make it or place reasonable doubt of his greatness because he took the power from 
the owners. How dare this young black kid take our power and do better with our power. And he won. And not only did he win, he's now a billionaire while playing. So he took their power, became a billionaire with their power. So not only is he winning on the basketball court, he's winning with in life with power that they want. They, I'm saying owners and the white establishment. Yes, this is about color. Yeah, oh, Steph Curry's black. But you, if you're on that, you're missing the point. This thing is not an accident. LeBron's uh, eyes that he's dodging constantly as far as his legacy goes is not by accident, y'all. Open your eyes. It's not about who's better. Because if, I mean, it... Just by basketball, the man has made a great campaign. And no, Michael Jordan is not head and shoulders above everybody else. If you want to make arguments, oh, LeBron is better than, than Michael, and Michael is better than LeBron, and who's better? Okay, that's cool. That's fun. But understand why that is. The reason why it's such a big topic is because Michael Jordan, who, again, later on he's, he, in his life, he's done some things as far as the black community. He's put millions of dollars into grants, grant programs and things like that. But he does it in silence. Which, again, some, in a vacuum, it seems cool because they like, he don't want all of the fanfare. He's doing it from his heart. Is he? You got to also remember, Michael Jordan is worth a billion dollars, too. And his, the people he works with are also worth billions of dollars. So him being open about something that keeps people great like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Bill Russell on the outskirts of what's going on. Why would he want to do that? He's trying to keep his bag. So he has to do that in silence. But a guy like LeBron, he's doing it in the open. And not only is he doing it in the open, he has, he's put all of his friends from his community on. So now his friends are millionaires, his black friends. So we got this billionaire who came from nothing, bringing in these hoods who came from nothing, who are now have more influence as far as the basketball community than many of these white owners ever had. Steph Curry, he signs with Under Armour. He got his own brand, just like Michael Jordan does. And he did everything by the book. And he stayed with the organization. Which is why this new narrative of these guys stay with the organization, so they're better. Fuck all that, man. It's not about it's not about that because these organizations are not loyal. So they trying to play this, well these this player isn't loyal. He's greedy or he's looking for a super team. Nah, man. This is business. Because 
when if they deem you as expendable, they will spend you. They will let you go. Oh, you're traded. Ask Isaiah Thomas, who played his ass off to get a phone call. Yeah, you're gone. There's no loyalty with these organizations, but they paint the picture that the loyal of the disloyalty of the of a player is a blemish to his basketball future legacy. It's bullshit. So understand the colorism of all of this is glaring, yet missed. You have to understand why LeBron's legacy is being attacked. And now that Steph Curry has won his fourth ring and matched LeBron as far as championships go in less tries, there's a reason why they're trying to bump up Steph Curry and bump down LeBron. And it's not about basketball, y'all. It's not. It's about taking the power from about putting blemishes on somebody who did everything the right way from nothing. Steph Curry came from their circles. Remember that. He's a former, he's a son of a former basketball player. He was already in those circles. His, I guess, rags to riches best thing is the fact that he played for Davidson. Other than that, he was already in those circles. This kid, LeBron James, he wasn't. He was riding his bike somewhere, getting skinning up his knees in a hood somewhere in Ohio, in Akron. But he somehow outsmarted all of these big business guys. This kid, these, he outsmarted all of these white entities, these white businesses, and became a black business of his own with his own friends and his own black friends from this hood. His posse, all millionaires. They have to tear that down. So when you're in these GOAT conversations, Keep it basketball, of course, but understand these mainstream narratives that are filling your heads, that are becoming part of what you're spewing out as far as reasons why this guy is better than that one and why this one should be ahead of that one. Understand the reasons behind those narratives and those things that you're reading in your news feeds and in the mainstream media. It has nothing to do with basketball. If it did, then Kareem and Bill would be talked about quite a bit more. I said all of this, and I've even sitting here, and you've been listening to me, and I love y'all. Be aware of what's going on and the undertones of some things. It's not always like that, but a lot of times it is. And in this time, it is. The, the reason why the Steph Curry, the lovable Steph Curry is is being pushed to replace the hated LeBron. It's not about basketball, y'all. It's about chopping down a legacy of a man who took the power of his own and did everything on his own word. This young black kid. That's what that's about. 
Don't think it's not. That's all it's about. Because as much money as LeBron can make these people, they can't totally bash him because he's still a moneymaker. So they throw these things, reasons to hate him. So they make it so that the haters want to see him and the people who actually like him still support. You got to keep your eyes open, y'all. Basketball is a great game. That's all I got to say. That's it. Love is love. Like my boy D says, 265 Media. This is real basketball. Talk. No hot takes. I'm JC. Jay Christine.